600 pounds. Hulking, huge, yeah. hairy, black beast with a giant chest and enormous arms and pounds on his chest, runs on all fours. Yeah. Hey everybody, welcome to the second episode of Fanboys and Features. I'm Andrew, and I'm here with Lucas. Today we'll be uh, talking about uh, Kong vs. Godzilla. Is that, oh, is that the name? <laughs> Don't look up the name now, you idiot. <laughs> no, it's Godzilla vs. Kong. Oh, who cares? Cancer lizard fights big monkey. That's, yes, all, yes. that's I, all you people need to know. Okay, yep. Everyone's strapping for this one. We all know that our last episode was long, an hour, so we heard the complaints and we're going to make this two hours long. <laughs> and so we'll uh, link in some bathroom breaks to go, no, no, big, we're joking. It's going to be like, what do you want? Do you want like 30, 40 minutes? I, um, just, just listening to, like, the average uh, listening times from the previous episode, we're going to right, try to right. c- condense it and keep it more compact. Yep, I'm going to do, like, a quick timer so we don't wreck ourselves. And I can see it. Okay. I can see the time in the uh, okay. recording. But, uh, Godzilla vs. Kong, uh, directed uh, by Adam Wingard. Um, I think that's how he pronounced his last name. He's actually a horror director. is known uh, for some work. You might have heard uh, if you've seen uh, Blair Witch, the the new one, not the old one, and uh, VHS, a couple like some indie horror movies. So interesting to see him uh, see his take on this on this matchup between two very classical cl- classic yeah uh, yeah do classical movie monsters. Yeah, Godzilla conducting freaking Moon Knight Sonata and shit. So uh, <laughs> let's go into this. So I mean. I thought it was fantastic. The fight choreography was just stunning, and, you know, compared to other Kong movies, uh, Godzilla movies, I think this is the most well-rendered you see these characters. Yeah, the, the, the immediate thing that stood out to me was just the overall look. I mean, the visual effects on this one, I mean, ten, several several shots in this movie I could easily just print out and just have as, like, a poster in my room. I mean, some... some uh, some like the shots when they go into the Hollow Earth. We'll get into that later. When they go into <laughs> Hollow Earth, you see them falling down. You see the two yeah. different planes of the Hollow Earth. You see them like just fall down. Yeah. Just so some of these shots just looked absolutely, uh, absolutely stunning. Yep, it was really nice to see because I know that in the other Kong Godzilla movies, there are some times where they would kind of take shortcuts. Like in uh, Godzilla King of the Monsters, they would add some rain effects and will make it a little dark so it'll be hard to see the characters and people use these effects usually so it's like you're able to get the rendering out faster but in this movie they don't take shortcuts they show everything in high definition you can see every punch every kick and they even throw in some freaking mma moves for king kong (laughs) yeah i think this this one was by far like the most like like sci-fi ish, like the first. If if you guys seen the uh, Godzilla from twenty fourteen with uh, Brian Cranston, uh, it felt it was very grounded. You know, yeah. almost kind of reminded me of more like Jaws, where like you didn't see Godzilla a whole lot. And oh, here, yeah. and here in this movie, everything's just out in the open. You said fuck it. Yeah, do everything. Here, everything's here. You go. Naked, there you to go. see big, hairy. No, nah, no, nah, you, you know what I mean. We we are showing the intro. <laughs> Spoiler: You do not see uh, any anyone's junk in this movie. No, 
No big monkey ball sacks. Yeah, that's, that took too much time to render, and despite everyone wanting that, you know, they have to make sacrifices in order to get the main pitch out, which was the fight, and I say that was well delivered on. I kept yelling in the theater, smash already, but... <laughs> and, and they did for 30 straight minutes, and... Yeah. Yeah, I have to say, you know, I w really wish they didn't use uh, Leonard Cohen's Hallelujah in the background. I feel like Watchmen already did that, so it was, it was a little yeah. unoriginal. Yeah, see, the, the fight, I mean... If you look, I mean, for this movie, if you're looking for anything else than giant monsters duking it out, if you're looking for anything else other than that, you're gonna hate this movie. True. But if if you like, I always say it's like my my favorite movies are the movies that are the most self-aware, and this mm -hmm. movie knows exactly what it is, which Damn is why I think right. it actually works very well. You know, the fight scenes are awesome. The first one we see is. Uh, they're trying to transport Kong to Antarctica so they can so Kong can lead the humans to the uh, hollow earth <laughs> <laughs> so dumb yeah Brendan Fraser is there also in the center of the earth from his movie Journey to the Center of the Earth he's there too yeah yeah oh my god this movie would have been way better with Brendan Fraser <laughs> yeah that, that would save the human storyline so much more ugh okay we'll talk about that but on you have more to say about hollow earth <laughs> It, it, it looked damn cool. It looked really cool. Saying mm -hmm. like it had like two different like planes and like. I liked how like the it was that it was playing with gravity yeah. a bit. And yeah. I think the ceiling was also ground that you can walk on. I thought it was pretty cool concept. You don't see it too often. I don't think it's really been done in movies before, so it was nice to see. I I swear though, those two when Kong was leading the humans to. What was that, like, big mountain, like, he was leaning into, where, it, like, all the other Kongs? I don't know, yeah, it was just, like, the, uh, pub for Kong monkeys. Whatever. Yeah, I guess, I guess, those two, like, flying snake-like creature things showed oh. up. I, I was just, like, that's a Pokemon. Oh, my God, Those yeah. are Pokemon. Th there, there was some good, uh, yeah, definitely some inspiration from that, and what I liked the most was just how freaking much of a beast Kong was when he, like, ripped off his head and drank the blood. I'm like, holy crap, this is awesome. This is what I need in my monster film. Just gore, just go all out in it. And there's definitely, yeah, you see that, some, some of that in Kong, but it's just, like, it doesn't really look like they take too much damage in the fight, but that's my only complaint there. Just, the fights were sick. They looked great. CGI, top-notch, if that's what you're here for. Mm -hmm. you're, you're gonna have a good time you know this yeah. isn't the, the drama epic of the decade definitely definitely I won't be ex I won't be seeing any uh, Oscars for best uh, best performance uh, in yeah. this movie and I mean I, I do want to touch on some of the human like the characters in this movie because like you can't just have a movie with just monsters fighting all the time you mm -hmm. need you need some human characters to help carry the story I get it I just with these types of movies, I just don't feel like they're all that interesting. Yeah, editor throwing a brap sound effect just to describe yeah. the overall feeling of this. So, we had pretty much two main human story arcs. The mm -hmm. first one we had was Alex Skarsgård and... Um, oh, that's his name. Yeah. I think he, he played Tarzan. I think it's the last movie I remember him being in. He's sort of like a... Like a washed-up sort of scientist guy trying to prove the existence of Hollow, hollow Earth. That felt so shoehorned, honestly. I feel yeah. Like we, we, 
the thing I noticed, like, with that, because if anyone, if you saw the last uh, Godzilla movie, King of the Monsters, they already proved the existence of Hollow Earth in that movie, and they basically tried to prove it again in this movie. So that, that, that right. if you remember that movie at all, I, li- <laughs> I, I highly doubt most people will, but I don't know, that's just the, that's just the detail that I thought kind of stuck out to me but I think out of all the characters in that group you had like the two scientist characters and mm-hmm. one really annoying chick who, uh, who, who brought who died yeah who um, whose dad runs the, the big company Apex in the movie she, yep. and he also dies yeah but I think the most interesting character in that whole group was the little girl who, uh-huh. who was I don't know if she's deaf but she, she, she only speaks through sign language I thought she was the most Oh my gosh, she was compelling the most, human character. She was the most interesting character because at least she provided a link between the humans and the monsters. Because yeah. whenever I watch, I don't know, like King of the Monsters or any other monster movie, it feels like there's such a big disconnect. Yeah, and it's like I'm glad this time they go for the route. It feels more realistic where Kong's talking to a child and like harboring her as like a uh, adopted daughter instead yeah. of him being randomly horny for some woman, <laughs> like in all the other adaptations. It makes Kong like actually like a legit character. He's like he's he's like a really important like character yeah. to the story, not just like a monster like to fight and yeah. give us eye candy. I thought it was cool. Like him, like ta- him, like the realization that he can actually communicate with this girl through sign language. I thought was pretty pretty neat and. Brought some depth that I didn't expect a movie where a cancer lizard <laughs> and a big monkey fighting would have. Yep, I didn't expect it, but I'm glad they were able to make something out of the human cam- yeah. chemistry. Unlike Millie Bobby Brown's storyline. Yeah, so the other human, the other uh, set of humans that we follow is one Millie Bobby Brown's character that uh, we continue from the last movie. Yep. She's basically like... in. Obsessed. She exists, you know, whatever. Yeah. And there's also, um, I forget. A podcaster. The podcaster. Who's based in Red Pilled and cleans he, himself from bleach. I was just saying, he, he's Black Alex Jones. <laughs> he's Black Alex Jones. I don't care. It, he, it's, he's involved, like, his podcast is basically Titan QAnon. That's yep. what it is. Yep. That's, and, that's exactly what it is. And if you think I was joking about the bleach part, that's literally how they find him. Like Millie Bobby Brown and some redditor go in a van and they go down somewhere. They go to Chinatown and find. And, and they're like, "Yeah, we're looking for a guy who buys bleach and bathes in it." And then the redditor like bribes the guy, and the guy is like, "Oh yeah, I know where he is." Just like completely pointless. I mean, he. The, they made the podcaster so. The podcaster, he, he had some, he had some funny lines, but he was just so over the top. Like, it, it was just annoying. It was now. like a, my fourteen-year-old self wrote an edgy character. He's like, yeah, he keeps a drink in a gun holster, to, and so when he gives it all up, he's gonna drink it. Yeah, because like, Alex Jones is at least funny because like you know that's actually how he thinks and talks. Imagine they get Alex Jones. <laughs> <laughs> Alex Jones cameo. I told you this is what happens when. Frogs drink chemicals in the water. Yep. Hey, hold on. Kong, right. Kong, Kong and Godzilla gay for each other. <laughs> that, that, yep, it all it all fits in. That's now. why they team up against Mecha Godzilla. Yep, controlled by Alex Jones. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh Yeah, I mean nothing nothing against the actors. I mean Miller Bobby Brown's super talented. The uh Forget uh, the, the kid that yeah, she, the that kid. she's with. I forget what else he's been. I think 
He's, oh, he's he Pyro the, in a, a Deadpool, Deadpool two. Yeah, Deadpool two. Yeah, he good. was doing some stuff. You, for some reason, they are he was, great. He was actors. completely useless. They're they're great actors in this movie, but they yeah. don't. They're not given great material. That's the thing. And <laughs> so the purpose of their storyline comes to a full close when they realize the way they discover Mechagodzilla and they're in the control center when Mechagodzilla goes like. A wall and is like sentient, and yeah. he's about to get the upper hand on Kong. And then the writer kid is like typing in these passwords. And how do they break it? They pour a bottle of whiskey into a computer. <laughs> Dude, that's their only purpose is just to do that one thing. Gave Kong the upper hand. Even still, though, even after they like disable the link between the the human and Mecha Godzilla, mm-hmm. since because I think they had the skull of King Ghidorah connected to. Mechagodzilla, even without the human. Yeah, this is so Mecha Mechagodzilla still works. So I don't even, like, it didn't... If you took out, like, Millie Bobby Brown's group, the movie would have been exactly the same. Yeah. It would not have changed. Yeah, exactly. Also, them introducing Mechagodzilla actually surprised me. I didn't see that coming. Mm-hmm. I didn't... I, I didn't, honestly... Uh, well, I, didn't, I kind I didn't, of... I didn't know that was going to happen. I theorized, and I'm like, okay, they're going to throw in Mechagodzilla because they're definitely going to want to make a second movie out of this. It's literally, like, think about it. Two people that find the MMA, you never see just one fight. They come back and fight again eventually. Yeah, I, I mean, if it's, yeah, if the fighters are big enough, you'll see, yeah, true. You'll see, you'll see them fight again, or sometimes mm-hmm. they'll do a trilogy fight. Oh, yeah, maybe but, we'll see a trilogy Godzilla versus Kong. Maybe, I, don't, I mean... We'll talk near the end about where this universe can go after mm-hmm. this, but because all the other like really big names in this monster universe, I think died. Like they showed us and they showed us like like a March Madness montage oh in the gosh. opening credits with in like title beginning. with the title cards of like different monsters, like. Because they introduced Rodan mm-hmm. in the last movie. He's big. I think he died. Rodan died? I think so. Wait, it's, and Mothra died and too. And Mothra, Mothra died. And we see Mothra die in the movie. Oh, King, no. King Ghidorah kills kills Mothra. What? This so mo- all we have now left is, is Kong and Godzilla. But they've by the end of the movie, after they team up against Mechagodzilla to fight, fight him, they pretty much squash their beef and they both go their own separate ways. Yeah. So I'm, I'm not. I'm curious where they take it, take this movie, a series. But oh, I thought the look of Mechagodzilla was cool. It was cool. I thought it was very cool. I mean, it definitely wasn't as cool as like the older movies because that guy had like a freeze ray. He had a belly button laser. He had <laughs> fing. He had finger missiles. He had all this crazy stuff, and then he would do this one attack. He just do all that shit at once, and. I mean, of course he can't do that now because that'll be just seen as cheesy to, like, newcomers. And I, I kind of get they're trying to make it, like, for everyone by including Mechagodzilla, but not the insanity of the older films. Yeah, that's true. Like, I mean, for me, just, like, the, the jump in technology, I think. I know I talked to you about this earlier, mm-hmm. but the jump... The, the jump in tech seemed a little jarring to me because the first Godzilla movie was basically the same tech we had in our world as we do in, rea- in reality. And even in King of the Monsters, 
their technology wasn't really different than what we have now. And now in this movie, they have anti-gravity ships that can fly and withstand hollow, hollow Earth. Hollow they, Earth. And they build a friggin' Jaeger that looks like Godzilla with fucking laser beams. That was just cool, man. That when they kill a skull crawler, shows a guy looking like he just nutted. <laughs> <laughs> the guy controlling him the, did look really excited after being able to control Godzilla. I mean, Mecha Godzilla. Yeah. Look, looked a little too excited afterwards. Looked real happy. And then, I I don't know, it, it felt interesting to bring in King Ghidorah's storyline like that. Do you think King Ghidorah is, like, controlling the Mecha Godzilla, or is this, like, a new Mecha Godzilla kind of thing? Uh, I don't know, because, I mean, King Ghidorah died in the last movie. Mm. But, so, but his consciousness, I don't know, maybe he's just... Maybe something... Mechagodzilla left o- acts on instinct, down Yeah, know. yeah, it was kind of weird, but... <sighs> eh, whatever, it, it was cool to look at, that's all that matters to me. Yeah, yep. it, was a, it was a cool cool fight. Cool fight, I, I really like the part where um, he has the axe. And oh, then, oh <laughs> and then the Godzilla axe. The charges it, charges it with his cancer breath. The axe... I, I don't know how to feel about that. It just it, seems it so plugs into the It plugs into the ground to charge like your Nintendo Switch. Okay, yep, they're in hollow... Okay, I gotta talk about this scene, right? So they're in hollow earth, and Kong is in his, like, little monkey pub or whatever, and he realizes this is where he left his axe or whatever, like how you come back and you realize I left my phone in the pub booth. He then puts it in, like, the charge holster, and then somehow... Drawing energy, drawing energy from the center of the earth to charge it. Yep, and then Godzilla finds out he's in Hong Kong wrecking their shit, and he's like, "Oh, what's going on down here?" And he like breathes into like the earth, and like breathes down to the center of the earth. And Kong looks up, and he's like, (laughs) and and he like, I I shit you not. He's looking down though, because it's like hollow, because they're like inverted, so they're both technically looking down on each other. I don't, I don't fucking know. If you're going, if you worry about physics, don't watch this movie. No, don't worry. But yes, <laughs> it just yeah. Oh, this is so how fucking powerful Godzilla is. If he if he can drill a hole to the center of the Earth using his cancer breath, <laughs> right? Maybe if that if that if his breath even touches Kong once, he should have died. Nah, dude. I guess Kong has the uh, vaccine. He took the, co- the COVID the, vaccine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Made him, made him immune to cancer yeah, breath. Dude. Yeah, sorry if we offend any anti-vaxxers here. We, uh, here at Fanboys and Features, we don't like to exclude groups. <laughs> no. No, no, no. We're, inc- we're, we're inclusive here. Yeah. Including Hollow Earthers. Yep, <laughs> Hollow Earthers. <laughs> but, uh... How do Flat Earthers respond to Hollow Earth? I don't know. Depends how, because there's many versions of Flat Earth. Yeah, true. I'm, I'm imagining, like, they're like, no, there's, like, a globe underneath the Flat Earth, and that's hollow there's Earth. A, there's a globe, there's a globe within Flat Earth. Yep, exactly. But. Let's see, how are we looking on time, by the way? I'm pretty good. I'm like, 20 minutes in. Oh, cool. So, I'm 15, 10, 15 more, but. I just think, I wish they did more, like, in Hollow Earth, I think. I, I wish... I think the fight between... 
the last fight between Kong and Godzilla should have started in Hollow Earth. Oh, and, and then, then work its way then, off. Yeah, work its way. I think that would have been... That would have been neat. That would have been cool. Because, like, the whole Hollow Earth effect where they go into, like, this portal thing and, and they all, they're all, like, tri- tripping balls. That's tripping balls. The, they want. the portal scene was so cool. It reminded me a lot of 2001 Space Odyssey, That's true. Right? When, at the end, when they, like, yeah. they're traveling at the speed of light. It was actually a really similar effect, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just think because... I think someone else brought it up in a review for this movie. I forget who it was, but they were saying, like, how... Because, you know, like, in the scene in Hollow Earth, you see all the gravity's all kind of weird. I wish... Dude, you gotta, think, sw- you gotta source it right now, or else we're gonna get copyright striked. I don't, I, you I, gotta I, remember it. I, I'll, 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 tr- I'll try. I'll bring it up later if I remember, but... Okay. I wish... Uh, they did, like... A fight with between Kong and Godzilla in that weird gravitational zone where like just Ooh. flipping all over oh, the place. That, that would be cool. cool and, you know, Kong's just just like nutting <laughs> his then, nutting then, his cancer breath all over the place. Imagine remember in the old Godzilla movies where he would use his breath to like move himself? <laughs> to fly. <laughs> <laughs> they could they could have done that there. <laughs> Rocket use cancer breath as rocket propulsion. I know it's called atomic breath. It just mm. cancer breath sounds way funnier. But yeah, I just think them not fighting in that weird like gravity balls tripping place. Dude. I think was I think was kind of a missed opportunity. Yeah, they really could have like gone all out with the special effects there, focused less on humans. I wonder like the reason they focus on human stuff is because they don't have the budget for all the as, like special effects for fight scenes. I'm sure, but I mean, it's like, like, you need some human characters to like carry the story. It can't just be Kong and God, mm-hmm. Godzilla. I mean, now I mean, God, Kong can speak now, so who knows? Maybe in the next movie, you know, it turns out other Kongs are alive. Mm-hmm. So you know, maybe Pla- <laughs> Planet of the Apes reboot, but with Kong instead of normal sized apes. But, yeah, I think with these, like, when you have movies about these really big monsters, oftentimes, like, filming it is kind of tricky, because... Definitely. Because sometimes it'll just look, sometimes it'll just look like a big CGI mess. I like the way they filmed it, where it's that, like, they filmed it as if these monsters existed in real life, which is, like, like the camera angles I thought were realistic, because... You've seen Pacific Rim, right? Mm-hmm, yeah. The reason why I love the movies so much, the first one, the second one is fucking dog shit. But the first one, I think why it works so well is because you see the mechas and the kaijus, they move really slowly and they're filmed in a really realistic way as oh, if yeah. they exist in real life. And they did something pretty similar in this movie. Yeah, you can feel like the impact of every blow. That kind of reminds me of a Neon Genesis Evangelion movie. I know you have not seen that, but I have to talk about this scene where... I don't know where they have Asuka in her giant robot fighting these uh, alien monsters. And it's like the reason that animation in particular is so iconic is because it draws out every impact. It's slow. It feels like they're building up speed momentum for that punch, which is what they kind of do in Kong versus Godzilla. Yeah. Cause like there's a couple like shots during the fight at the end where it looked like they had a camera like almost mounted to Kong's hand. It's just punching Godzilla. Just like realistic... <laughs> camera angles because like it, it was Pacific Rim 2 where it's just like when you're watching the the Jaegers like fight they they move really fast so it doesn't feel like the mo- the weight and the momentum isn't there it just looks like you're watching humans in suits fight 
Whereas this one's, I mean, these are these are massive, massive creatures. When you so when you see them move, every hit, it just like it, it hits you like a truck. You can mm -hmm. you really feel the impact. I thought, and just overall, the fights were 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 great. They were great. Yeah, King Kong does some parkour on some buildings. He smacks oh, yeah. Kong in the face with an axe. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hong Kong gets destroyed in this movie, too, just like Pacific Rim. <laughs> What's up with the Asian countries gained the it's always, end? <laughs> it's always Hong Kong. Yeah, dude. And, and if in the United States, if there's a disaster monster movie, it's either New York or San Francisco. In China... It's always Hong Kong. Yeah, dude. I want to see a disaster happen in Boston. Not that I hate Boston or anything, but I mean, I wouldn't mind it. Oh, they, uh, King uh, King of the Monsters, the end, was... Uh, was in was, Boston? Was in Boston, yeah. <laughs> Millie, Bobby's, Millie Bobby Brown's character goes to... Uh, it was a Fenway Park. Oh, no way. To use the speakers to draw the monsters. <laughs> monsters. They, they, they play Sweet Caroline or something? I don't know. Maybe they did. Oh, I haven't yeah. seen that movie since I saw it in yeah, the yeah. theaters. Yep, Godzilla's here is sweet, Caroline. <laughs> and then Godzilla goes, ba ba ba. <laughs> yeah, well, what was I going to add on? Uh, yeah, so I guess, I guess, what, what, I mean, what do you think they're going to go? I think they're just going to make another sequel, but I don't with know what? how. Hmm? With what, though? I'm saying. Uh, let's see. I think what's going to happen is Space Godzilla is going to come in, right? And they're going to fight in space. In yeah, the they're, yeah, dude. Whenever they're going to fight on the moon. If you can't think of something new and original, just throw them in space. See what happens. Gonna, yeah. I just oh, I wish they kept Brian Cranston's character <laughs> from the twenty fourteen Godzilla. His character and the girl in this movie who speaks with sign language, I thought, are the only like really two compare yeah. compelling characters. Oh, and then the, the Japanese guy. Not from this movie, Let from the other two. Yeah, the guy who's uh, I thought he was a cool character as well. Yeah. I just uh it's just uh none really none of the Humans characters have really been that compelling. Even in Kong Skull Island, you had Brie Larson, Tom, Tom Hiddleston, Tom Hiddleston, you know, Samuel Jackson, Samuel Samuel Jackson, John C. Riley, John C. Riley, and you have all these like great casts. Dude, and, can we get a Step Brothers movie? But instead of Will Ferrell, we have King Kong and John C. Riley. <laughs> King Kong has a stepbrother. Yeah, that's, that's the that's the sequel. That's yeah. going to be the sequel. I don't know. I don't know where this bit's going. Let's just keep going. <laughs> but yeah, because um, this ending, I mean, it feels open-ended. But I mean, it kind of. I mean, if they cut the series off here, I guess it kind of works because oh, you know, no. Kong, Kong makes no sense. Kong, Godzilla's still alive. One of them has to die, I think, because you know it's literally said in the movie there can't be two Alpha Titans. I think one of them has to die eventually. Maybe some other. They're gonna make up some fucking monster in the next. Another Titan in the next. Yeah, dude. In a sequel, and then Godzilla and Kong are gonna team up again. Yep. I can imagine, happen. like, Godzilla goes up to King Kong, and so then Godzilla's like, babe, I'm pregnant. <laughs> oh, God. And then they give birth to, like, this 
monkey cancer lizard hybrid creature they have to fight and put down. Oh, oh god. Dude, at least I'll be emotionally invested like the human parts. Yeah, unlike unlike the humans. Yeah, dude, I would actually feel bad. There's because in the last movie, King Ghidorah came from space, according to their lore. Wait, to this lore? Like, yeah, in, like in, America. Like, in, in this, no, in this series that they made, in this monster series. Okay. King Ghidorah was, actually came from outer space. Oh my goodness. I, I, I think in the next movie, whoever, if it's a Godzilla movie, Kong it's going to be Space or, Godzilla. Or, or both. I, wish, I want them to do more with Hollow Earth. Because I think there's a lot of like cool concepts in there mm-hmm. that they can explore. Because at the end of the and at, at the end of the movie, they, the humans create like an outpost in Hollow Earth because that's what Kong, that's Kong's new home now. True. So a lot a bunch of like humans locate there. Yeah. So I'm just maybe some new some brand new monsters would be cool because those like wing snake Pokemon things they look they look badass mm-hmm. they look badass. So I, I just think uh, do more with Hollow Earth if if they could decide to continue on doing doing the series because I mean I don't I don't think any of these the movies in this series have necessarily been bad they all been either they, they've pretty, been okay the twenty fourteen Godzilla I thought was really solid I have to see was, that one really, yeah I, I I would recommend it it was really grounded I thought it was really just like. Brian Cranston, I thought, was really good in that movie. And then I think Kong, Skull Island came next. I thought, in my opinion, that's the weakest one in this series. Oh, no, you don't like Kong, Skull Island? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, mean, I, I didn't sh- like it either. <laughs> yeah, it's just, just kind of weird. I didn't really... The tone of that movie was just fucking all over the place. Yeah, I mean, you have, all, like, three solid actors yeah. that... I've most certainly been in movies before, and I think they were just given some awkward dialogue and just didn't know what to do with them because they they were just probably told, hey, can you just make a prequel for King Kong and so we can use him later for Godzilla versus King Kong? They're like, okay, we can throw in some filler. Yep. And uh, Godzilla King of the Monsters, I thought. I mean, it was solid. It kind of a similar case to this one, you know. The fight, the King King Dora looked really so like really cool in that mm-hmm. movie, and some of the shots in that movie also. I was like, I want that as my wallpaper. And I think nice. it's a very similar case with this movie as well. So glad to hear it's wallpaper worthy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So we'll we'll see where this we'll see where the series goes if they decide to continue. Mm-hmm. It, we'll see what happens. Yep, I'm going to give this one a 8.5 out of 10. What do you say? Really, 8? I'll give it an 8.5. For me, it's like 6.5 to 7. Wow, okay. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's still like, it's like... Listen, listen, listen. If I'm... you're here for badass monster fights, you're going to love, you're, you're, you'll like this movie. Listen, you'll have fun with it. Go movie. see it in theaters if you can. We saw it yeah. in theaters. Man, do I... I miss the movie theaters so much. Definitely. But listen, the reason I give it 8.5 is because, like, anything above 7 is something I will rewatch. But uh, maybe more like an 8 out of 10. Honestly, I, I'm sh- someone will upload the fight scenes in this movie I love to, the to, fight to YouTube. And honestly, just unless you have an HBO Max subscription, yeah. honestly, just go watch those clips. Just watch those clips. I'll probably change my mind in the future. I probably. S- I, th- I do think. Eight, yeah. 8 out of 10 is what I'm feeling. Yeah. I, th- I think it's definitely, if you can, it is a 
worthy theater watch. The fights really come come to life. Precisely. On the big screen. Well. I mean, that's about all I've got to say. Yeah, I mean, this, the movie isn't that deep. If you're looking for a multi-layer drama film, you came to the wrong place. Yep. So. And be on the lookout for our three-hour review of Minions. Yeah. Minions Part 2, The Rise of Gru. Yeah, no. <laughs> but... We are going to review that no matter what. It'll be hilarious for sure. Dude, I'm definitely going to get some deep themes from that movie. Dude. Stuff that's deeper than Watchmen. I can already tell it's going to change my life. Yeah, dude. I feel like I'm going to just change my entire career so I can live as a minion. <laughs> Paint my skin yellow. Get like, I don't know, yellow fever, whatever turns my skin yellow. And then I wear goggles and blue overalls. Right. And on that note, let's wrap it up. <laughs> yeah, that's all I have. Uh, thank, thank you all for listening. Uh, stay tuned for uh, more more reviews coming up in the future. Mm-hmm. A lot of a lot of cool stuff coming up. I'm really excited for Dune, Black Widow, next James Bond movie. A lot a lot of cool stuff. Yep. I'm excited for. I'm excited for that too. And I think next time we should check out Captain Falcon Winter. Oh Soldier. yeah, and look forward uh, to our. Uh, review on uh, Falcon and the Soldier. Really enjoying that show so far. Yep. Very right. good. Anyway, see you guys. See you. Thanks for listening.